Blog Talk Radio. This is the Back Porch Writer Podcast, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. It's live, fun, and informative. Each week, I chat with writers, editors, and industry pros to give you and me a heads up about this whole new awesome publishing world. Back Porch Writer is about creating the life that you want through writing and publishing. Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller, and today is April 5th, 2016, and I am doing something really unusual. I'm very mobile at the moment, so I'm going to apologize up front if any of the audio is wonky. I'm hoping that it will be stable, but I am actually sitting in in my car and podcasting from my vehicle outside of our public library at the moment because something came up and I had to do it this way. So again, I apologize if any of the audio turns out wonky on this one, but you know, go with it, roll with the flow, you know, go with the flow, roll with it, be a willow. That's all I can recommend right now. <laughs> uh, my guest today is Damon Courtney, and I'm really excited to have him on the program because he is the creative mind behind something called Book Funnel, which I came um, into contact with and started to use. I actually purchased it several months ago now. And rather than me trying to describe everything that Book Funnel is capable of doing, I'm going to let Damon do that because he, of course, is the expert. Damon, welcome to Backport Trainer. Hi, Corey. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, okay, tell us all about Book Funnel because, as I said, you will do it better than I would. Well, uh, so just a, a quick brief bit of history. It started with, uh, I'm a writer myself. Uh, I have a fantasy trilogy that I'd released and was looking for a way to give out free short stories to my mailing list, which is not a, a large number of people, but that was what I wanted to do. And um, I had heard from several people like, oh, you don't want to do that. You know, if you, if you do that, you're going to be doing tech support for weeks. You, you can't just give people a free story. It doesn't work that way. And uh, I, my career is a software engineer, so that's what I've done for 25 years. And uh, I thought, well, surely I can solve this problem. And uh, at, at the time, it wasn't really the right time to do it. I was still in the middle of writing the trilogy, and I kind of felt like if I, if I take a side trip and start working on this software, I know how software goes, and I'll end up working on it for years, and I'll never get the books done. So I finished the book <laughs> and started working on it. But um, <laughs> And uh, BookFunnel is, is uh, an ebook delivery pr- platform. And so, you know, we have all of the bookstores we can distribute through. You can put your books on Amazon, you can put your books on Barnes and Noble, and you can put them in Kobo. And, and they all have, you know, amazing distribution platforms because of the apps and because of the hardware that they've built. But there really is no way as an indie to distribute outside of those stores. There was no way for uh, somebody like me to just simply give a free short story to my mailing list or um, through, I, I'm sure you're familiar. I know you're familiar with Mark Dawson's courses or even Nick Stevenson's courses, where they sort of pitch the whole, yeah, give people a, a free book as a reason to get on your mailing list as, as a sign up mm-hmm. bonus. Mm-hmm. And other than sticking your files out there, sort of in a Dropbox folder or in a Google Drive, there there really was no way uh, to do that. That to me was effective. Um, you know, I, I think about someone like my mom who has a Kindle, is a voracious reader, loves to read would never be able would call me constantly to get those books onto her device because um, it's not that she is incapable of doing it. She simply, she doesn't know the steps and she's not willing to do it because it, it makes her feel stupid and she doesn't want to feel that. And so she'll just go, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for a free book. I don't care that mm-hmm. much. 
Uh, in mm-hmm. some cases, that might result in her going and buying the book. In other cases, she might just walk away and never get the book. And so a book mm-hmm. funnel uh, delivers the books to the reader's devices uh, by providing the instructions, uh, which is the sort of first step. And for most people, that, that gets them there. They just need to know how to do it. Um, and so, I mean, the, the way that I built it was pretty low tech. I, I bought every device available, every device on the market, every version of every Kindle Fire, every Kindle that has wow. ever been released. I bought all these devices and I sat down with each one of them and said, what is the best way to get a book to this device? Because it's not the same for each one. The Kindle Fire first mm-hmm. generation is not necessarily the same as the fifth generation. They're all very different. And so, wow. um, so it, start, it starts with simply the instructions, but you know, we all know that that's not necessarily going to work for everyone. It, it works for the vast majority. I mean, we're, we're now delivering about, I don't know, anywhere from five to 7,000 books a day. And in some cases surging over 10 and 12, if we have a large promotion and we still see, you know, quite a number of support requests that our team has to handle. And of course, when I built the software, I naively thought, man, my directions are so clear. We're not going to get any support at all. I don't think anyone's going to be confused by this. Well, that was extremely naive. Um, and, you know, it's, it's actually taught me a lot because, you know, no plan survives contact with the enemy. When I actually released the software, um, people had problems that I had not foreseen would even be problems. Um, mm-hmm. Just confused by things. We're like, how, how, and then you look at it and you say, how could they possibly be confused? But, you start to see their patterns. You, we, we have click tracking built into the software so that I can see, not to spy on people, but just so that I can see what, what did they click? What happened? Why did they get lost? Right. And right. in some places I can, I can see that and, and adjust deficiencies in the software. I can see where they may have gotten confused. And then in other times they're just, they're, they're, we probably could not have helped that person be less confused. And so in that case, our support team takes over and, because our support team is trained on all of these devices and they understand how all of them work and how to get a book to every single one of them, we can help the reader through every step of the way. And so that's what you're getting with BookFunnel. It's not just our awesome delivery platform, but our amazing tech support team that will have, have gotten books to some very ornery customers who uh, came in really annoyed and upset. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the reality is that for some devices, even though I feel like we've made it as easy as possible, it's not easy. Uh, there's just not an easy one-button answer. Um, and part of that is because Amazon willfully makes it hard. Um, they don't want you to get your books from anyone but Amazon. And so while they sort of, you know, they allow you to do this whole side-loading thing, like, okay, we'll let you do that but um, they're not really going to support it and they're not really going to make it easy for the rest of us to do that. And so that mm-hmm. is where we are always trying to make that easier. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. So for some readers, they look at it and they, they, they throw their hands up and they say, this is ridiculous. This is, this is too many steps for a free book. I'm not, I don't care that much. And you mm-hmm. know, we hate it when that happens. We, we will try and try and try. And, and I've always told readers, look, if you don't, if you don't give up on me, I won't give up on you. So let's, we'll, we'll keep trying. And we, mm-hmm. yeah, we really have gotten some books to through, through round and round and round of email, but we've gotten them to some, some very uh, confused readers and managed to get them through the process. And, and the beauty is once we get them through the process one time, we usually never hear from them again, or we occasionally hear from them and they're just telling us how much they love us. We have one reader named mm-hmm. Kathy 
who emails us every time she gets a book. Every time she gets a book from a book funnel author, she emails us at help just to say, hey, got another book. Got Ernie Dempsey's latest book. Love it. Thanks, you guys. Love you guys. Like every time she gets a book, she sends us an email just to tell us that she's, even though we haven't helped her since the first time she got the book. Uh, she now can just get any book with the tap of a button, but she still likes to send us an email and let us know how much she loves us, which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, I know that um, in the beginning when I first, because when you launched this, it was in a, a, a private sort of scenario. You didn't launch it out. You didn't have the hard launch and a soft launch, and it was with an association with Mark Dawson's course, I think, when he was doing his stuff, if I understood correctly. Mm-hmm. And then yes. when it became available, that was when I checked it out because I hadn't taken his course. And so I said, oh, well, let me check this out now that's available. And one of the things that – two things came up. One was that whole app thing was so confusing for me. I was one of the people that contacted you and said, oh, why, why do I need an app thing on my phone? What's that all about? It doesn't really do anything. What do I do? <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. really confused by the app. And so you sent me this great email explaining the whole purpose of the app and and how it did facilitate the whole movement of things. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> as long as it works. That was pretty much what I came down to. It works. Okay, great. Um, and then I was I was really pleased to see that you, your pricing is really reasonable for everybody. I mean, I think you're one of the few sites that that works with authors and realizes, you know, how broke most of us are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so you have a plan that starts at twenty dollars a year, and that was the one that I that I had that I started with. You know, I don't have a huge volume that I send out to people, but I thought I want to give this a shot and see what this is all about. You know, so I did it. I liked that that your your pricing that you have is really. It's, I mean, it, I should let everybody know it's like twenty dollars, fifty, a hundred, two hundred and fifty, and five hundred dollars per year. And so, did you want to tell everybody our- a little bit about those different plans? Sure. So the, the, uh, and that was on purpose, you know, the, the, our, our lowest plan is $20 a year. We call it our starving artist plan. And it is really, it's really designed for people like me. Like I don't, um, you know, I have my fantasy trilogy. I I'm working on building my author career, but it's not there yet. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a starving artist. I have a full-time job, but as far as my author career goes, I am a starving artist. If I had to live off of that, I'd, I'd be able to buy a cheeseburger every month and that would be about it. So uh, that plan really is designed for people who are just starting out in their author journey. You know, we, we want, you know, our, our biggest goal is we want every reader to be able to get their book in, in the quickest and, and most efficient way possible and be happy about it. You know, um, and when we initially built the software, we didn't offer a PDF option because I, I don't personally, as a software person, I don't think that a PDF is a great reading experience. Um, you know, it's it's much harder. You you they're done in PDFs or formatted in pages, and they're not. It's not flowing text where you can really adjust font sizes and things like that. But that was sort of that was me putting my bias on it, rather than saying, yeah. But some of these readers that we and, and it wasn't really until we started, we, authors would ask us for it, but it wasn't until readers were saying, you know, I, I read PDFs on my laptop. And that's how they mm-hmm. read when they get ebooks. That's how they read. And ultimately, what we want is the reader to be happy. We want them to get their book and be happy. And if if this method over here confuses them and makes them feel bad, and this method over here, they're they're already familiar with it, they're comfortable with it, and they would rather use this. Then what do I care if if they're happy with that reading experience? Uh, most right. of all, I want them to be happy. And so that was that was our part uh, of creating that twenty dollar a year plan was. We couldn't create a free plan because even if you only distribute a small number of books, 
we're going to get support requests. And so we have to keep the support team staffed so that we can handle all those requests. And I, mm-hmm. you know, we're, it, it's my wife and I, it's, we're not a, a venture capital backed, you know, anything where it's, it's my wife, I built the software, my wife and I run the company. And so we couldn't do a free and it was just like, well, I mean, $20 a year works out to like a buck 65 a month. That's, that's practically free. And for most authors, and, and it is by far our most popular plan. I don't think that should, should surprise anyone um, because many authors are in that earlier part of their journey, but we even have some that are later that just, they don't do a lot of free books. Um, one of the things that's happened that I didn't really foresee when I built BookFunnel was we have quite a number of authors who, do, who use our service simply for delivering arcs and beta. They don't actually, they're not following the whole Mark Dawson, Nick Stevenson, Reader Magnet program thing. They're, they, they don't give away free books, or they're not there yet. They only have one or two books, but what they do want mm-hmm. is they have this little reader group that they've built up, and they want to give them their books. And sometimes those reader groups, while very gracious with their time in reading their books and giving reviews, they still don't know how to get those books. You know, They're like, I'll read your book and review it. Right. And hand them the Moby and the EPUB file, and they go, Thanks. What do uh, I do with this? What? And so suddenly, <laughs> yeah. your your the people who are very gracious with their time are taking more and more of your time because you're having to walk them through it. Uh, we found mm-hmm. I could believe, you know I, I I totally understand it, but I'm sure you're familiar with you, the fact that you can email books to Amazon to a Kindle.com email address and have them delivered to your Kindle. That's one of the ways that mm-hmm. Amazon supports sort of delivering these these books and. They didn't really build it for people to send books. They built it so you could email a, a Word doc or a PDF. You know, it, it was kind of built as a, as a traveling briefcase. You, know, you can carry your documents with you on your Kindle. And, of course, people are using mm-hmm. it to send themselves books. Uh, and we had several authors who, when it came time to deliver their ARC, would, would literally send 150 emails to every single, per, every single reader's Kindle device. Like they would send one email to each person with the book so that everybody would get the book delivered right to their Kindle. And while that is, well, that's customer service. We, you can't beat that once they go through all the steps to set it up so that you're an approved sender. But man, is that time consuming, particularly if you're mm-hmm. one of these, some of these romance authors, they, they're delivering, they're writing and, you know, releasing a book every month, sometimes two, you know, if you throw in short stories and novellas and man, that's, that's a lot of time. And so mm-hmm. uh, they started using us. Even if they weren't giving away a free book, they started using our service just to deliver the, the, the books to their ARCs and beta teams because we would get them through that. And then the beauty is once they've gone, once that whole team has sort of gone through it the first round, we don't usually hear from them for the next round. They, they might, we might get a couple of stragglers who've come in or a couple of them who forgot how to, how to load it and just need a, a reminder. But once they get their mm-hmm. books, they've, they've figured out how to do it, especially if they use our app which back to what you were asking, what you were saying earlier, you know, the app we built for specifically for Android and the Kindle fire. And, you know, statistically in, in our download stats, which we've now we've delivered this month. I think now we've, we've done over a half a million books since we opened the doors for beta back in November. So a half million books in the last four or five months and mm-hmm. uh, 70, 70 plus about 72 to 74% of those, are Mobies. So no big surprise, everybody's reading on Kindle devices or in the Kindle app because Amazon sort of led this revolution. You know, they, they had the Kindle right. app on every device available long before everybody else even kind of knew what hit them. You know, Barnes & Noble was going, here's our nook. And Amazon's going, Kindle everywhere. 
so, mm-hmm. you know, they really got out in front of that. So most people read in their Kindle app and they, they buy their books from Amazon uh, and they want to have all their books in one place. They have their little library and they want to have them all in one place. So most of our readers are coming from Kindle apps or Kindle devices. And on Android, the Kindle app doesn't, won't open a Mobi file for you. So you can send a Mobi file to your device, and if you tap to open it, the, the Kindle app won't respond. It won't answer for it. And Amazon, mm-hmm. that's a conscious choice on Amazon's part. Um, they simply refuse to open those files. And so what our app does is simply move it into your Kindle library. It, it's really simple. It has one purpose, and that's all it does. It downloads the file from our, from our servers and moves it into your Kindle library. And the book just magically shows up. Uh, right. and, then, and then the same thing for the Kindle Fire, which more steps because they have to sort of – so in order to sideload the book, they have to sideload our app. And the reason is that Amazon won't let an app like ours into their app store. It is purely – they have a, a really short, simple clause that says basically anything to do with ebooks. no, your app doesn't get on our store. So we have to <laughs> sideload that app onto their Kindle Fire. And that has five or six steps to get through it. The nice thing is most of the time we, we do have some people who say, I don't want your app. I don't want to install it. But most of the time they will go through the steps. And once they do it, man, they love it because now they tap a button, one button, and they get their book. So it's, it mimics – we're trying to mimic any way we can the Amazon experience. When you tap a book, you tap a button, your book is delivered, and there it is. You can start reading. And once mm-hmm. they have the app installed, the book that they're downloading and any future book they get from any other book funnel author is one tap away from reading. Mm-hmm. I think the thing and that so was confusing for me was um, initially the app. You know, if you're using different apps on your phone, you're used to them. When you click on them, they're opening up and doing something. And with this app, you, it didn't do anything like that. And for me, that's where the confusion was. was is it supposed to do something? Is it doing something in the background that I don't know? So that's, I think, some of the confusion, at least I had initially um, from that and app experience. Is your, and what's funny is your experience and your feedback actually led to a big change in the app that has now become the standard way. So previously, you would go to the website, you would say, okay, I, I, cool, I'll download your app. And we take you to Google Play, because if you're on an Android, that was the easiest way. You just download the app and you're done. And then, you know, we would tell you, okay, now go back to the web page and tap the download book button and, and get your book. And that was where you got confused. And as you were explaining to me, as you were explaining the steps that you went through, and sometimes, I mean, this is where software engineers, they love usability tests. We love to have real people come in and test it and tell us what you're thinking as you go through the steps. Because sometimes right. we see things in a very different, with a very different eye, and we can stare at that and they go, I don't understand how they're confused by this because we right. can't read into your brain. So, so literally having that, that sort of where you dumped you know, what the steps that you went through, I read through them and I go, I don't know why she didn't go through the steps. And I read through it again and I went, oh, I think I know what she did. <laughs> <laughs> and I understood, right? Because you do. If I, if I, you know, I have an iPhone, but if I get an app from the App Store, the minute it's downloaded, installed, Apple, you know, they turn the button to open. So you tap it, and it immediately opens the app because I've just installed this fancy new thing, and now I want to go play with it. So right. now, when you when you open our app, there's a place where you can put in a little five or six digit code, and that code is back on the download page. You see it very boldly the first thing when you go to get your book. And so even if you don't remember it there's that little tick that goes, wait a minute, there was a code I saw back on the other page. Let me go back to Chrome. Ah, there's the code that I need. And then you just type in that little five or six-digit code, and you get your book. So now there is 
something that you do in the app, and it's actually changed the way that we that we deliver books to Android devices. And that's been um, we, we've been doing that for months. Every time we, we're constantly reevaluating our process and where readers are getting confused, and how can we make that better? And so it's it's a refinement. It's an iterative process that has mm-hmm. really gotten you know initially four months ago our average daily conversion rate was about sixty five percent. Now, some of that can be attributed to people just didn't want your book or they, you know, mm-hmm. some people still needed to work on their covers and their blurbs a little bit. But by and large, we would say, OK, well, 65 percent is, is not the number that we would like to be hitting. We would like to get that higher. And now with all of the changes that we have made over the last three months, our average daily conversion is up around 82 percent. And so we know that we have a lot more authors. We know that we've, we've signed up a lot of bestseller authors. So we have a lot of people that are now coming in. And getting very professionally produced ebooks, so I, I'm, I am sure that that has a part to play as well. Our conversions mm-hmm. are way up overall because we have just been slowly refining this process and looking at the way that readers get confused and trying to adapt and say, how could we have caught that reader? Why, why did that reader slip through to support when they should have been able to get through the steps? It was only two steps. Why didn't they go through it? And we've mm-hmm. been able to to make that a lot better over time. Well, Stephen, this is so awesome. Um, we are quickly running out of time, though. Why don't you tell everybody how they can find BookFunnel? Uh, BookFunnel.com. It's, it's about as easy as it gets. <laughs> and we have, uh, as you mentioned, we have pricing plans for everyone, from the starving artist all the way up to a small publisher plan. Um, so there really mm-hmm. is any, no matter where you are in your author journey, you really can just join on. And, and you know, that $20 a year plan, if you just want to kick the tires a little bit and see what we're about, uh, we have a number of people who sign up for that plan and then quickly upgrade when they realize what our service can do for them. Mm-hmm. Well, Damon, thank you so much for joining me on Back Porch Friday today. I really appreciate your time and that you were able to tell everybody about the phone because I just think it's awesome. I was so glad I was able to try it out. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, I really enjoyed doing it. Have a great day. All right, you too. So there you have it, bookfunnel.com. Can't get easier than that. Go check it out. As I said, I used the $20 plan because I wanted to try things out and see what it was all about. And now I'll be able to go check out the app again and and see how it's different than what it was when I first uh, started doing this whole uh, book funnel thing. But lots and lots of fun stuff to check out there. I do have an announcement. My book, North Downing, the second in my Desiree Jackson series, will be coming out here in April. Very quickly, actually. I'm trying to time it to the CyberCon that is happening this weekend. So check that out, too. The Brain to Book CyberCon Cyber Convention is April 8th through the 10th. I'll be hosting some live interviews via blab.im. I'll be talking to lots of different authors who are participating in the CyberCon this weekend. And then I'll be doing some uh, takeover events over on Facebook, participating in those. So check everything out. Start on Goodreads, and then you'll see where you need to go from there. Um, One of the reasons why I'm taking a little extra time on getting North Downing done is because I started using something called Editor, and it's software by Serenity, Serenity Software. And this editor is truly amazing, and I can't go into all of the details right now, but I wanted you to just get a quick intro to it. Go check out Serenity Software. The link is in the show notes here on Blog Talk Radio. They've got two different versions you can get. Both are under $100. This thing is incredible. It can catch almost every error, mistake, whatever you have in your document. One of the things that I liked about their site was I went over there and investigated for a while. They have a free trial you can do, which is what I've been doing. Um, it's, I think, a 10-day free trial. And you can 
have it analyze all of your documents. It does two different spell checks on it. It does a, you need to fix this usage test analysis on it. It does tightening, polishing, and then, hey, you might want to consider this. So those are your basic options of things you can run on your document to see where your you know, trouble spots might be or where your outright errors are. So that was cool. The other thing that's neat is that when you go over to their site, Serenity Software, you'll see that they did a comparative study. So they took their product and compared it against several other grammar type checkers that are available for writers. And theirs did very well. But even if you took theirs out, there weren't that many that were better than 25% in terms of what they were able to catch um, in their various checks. So that is something worth noting. To so go over to Serenity Software, check out Editor. There's a free trial. And then next week I will follow up with more details about Editor and how I've been using it and what my trial was like and uh, the hiccups that I experienced and the great things that happened. But I am using it right now to go through back over my North Downing manuscript just to make sure everything's okay. And I have an editor and I'm still using editor. The way I see it is I'll use this, I'll change my steps around. So I'll write my manuscript and then I'll run it through editor because I'm going to buy it. I'm, I'm absolutely going to buy it. So I'll run it through editor and then after I run it through editor, then I'll give it to my actual editor <laughs> to check. And then that'll mean that, you know, you save money and you save time, right? Because you've done so many extra checks before you gave it to an editor. So that's one of the reasons why it's worth checking out editor software by Serenity Software. So that's all I have for you today. Again, next week I'll get into my experience with editor software in more detail so that you can get some great information about my experience. But in the meantime, go check it out for yourself. Make sure you read the documents that they read me because those are important and they will help you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Bachelor Writer, the show for writers about writers and writing. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackPorchWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write.